prime time is anytime. Subscribe to the Primetime Sports Podcast at iTunes or with your favorite podcatcher. Sportsnet 590 The Fan On Demand. Going in for the shot, the shot is It's game day. Set for the Leafs and Islanders. John Tavares with a hat trick. This is the Leafs Morning Skate. Mitch Marner snaps it home. On Sportsnet 590, the fan. All right. It is Leafs Morning Skate. It is Blair, DeVoe, and Stewart. Where we ask all the important questions. Starting with... How much money is on the board tonight when the Leafs take on the Islanders? John Tavares. Now, he's under. got some money. Over under four grand. What do you under. think? Four under. grand? Under. It's usually, remember. Uh, got, you got to feel it. Remember you, the you guys gotta... that make the big money. That's why they, yeah, they make the big money kinda... because they're cheap. No, no right? I'm going to give JT the benefit of the doubt. I don't think he's cheap. I don't think so. I think he's made a lot in his career. Four grand. I think four grand. I say two grand max. Wow. I don't it's know. the most you've seen on a board. Can you remember? Either of you? Uh, I think I saw 1500 one time, but when I played in Carolina, guys would put money on the board, but no one collected at the end of the year. So they just did it for the sake of doing it. So I came into town. I'm like, guys, this is seven grand here. We need this money here. You need to pay. So I had to pay. I had to play like the, uh, the debt collector and literally show up at guys' house. Hey, where's that 600 bucks? You owe the, you owe the pot. Gabby put up a bunch of money a couple of times in New York, but I think the most I've seen, I think was like five or six from Cabina playing here. So. Six grand? Yeah. Six, oh, six Gs just gone like yeah, that. Well, you imagine have, that? I, the, the, I can't I must do have that. played on some cheap teams. Yeah. <laughs> so I only, disclaimer, I only watched the first period yesterday. How'd the game end up? <laughs> Man. <laughs> I'm the game ended up with Connor McDavid being look, <laughs> leaving, leaving the ice. Oh, my God. What a tire fire that was. We've eh? got a poll up right now, by the way. The uh, Jeff Blair Show poll. Blair, Blair Show poll. Uh, and we're asking Oilers fans especially to get in on this, and the poll is, when Connor McDavid joins the Leafs, will they have any room for him at center? And um, the options are yes on the third line, nope, play him at wing, and no spot anywhere. So, so. If, they're, if they're threatening to throw batteries at JT for leaving Island, what are they going to do when he leaves Edmonton? He would need full-time, <laughs> he'd need like presidential protection. You know, he would, he'd need full-time guards he all the time. He would not be allowed west of Thunder Bay. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, we're, we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. There might be a slight salary cap issue. Yeah. Um, let's let, well, we'll look ahead to tonight's game. John Tavares returns to the island. Pajama boy uh, goes back to the island. Um, and the folks there aren't very happy with John Tavares. At least they're making videos about it. They don't seem to be very happy. But we've got to revisit the Leafs 6-2 win last night. Same old Leafs, right? Outshot 13-2. Play eight good minutes. <laughs> win game 6-2. It's like, what's the point? The game was over in eight minutes yesterday. I, uh, after the first period, I, I was watching. I was like, oh, like Edmonton's not, you know, you don't watch a ton of Edmonton games here. And uh, I was like, oh, Edmonton's not that bad. And then there was six, seven minutes into the second. I was like, oh, they are bad. You know, they, they, I, I think yeah. I think on 20 shots uh, at the halfway mark, there was 20 shots, five of them. I think they were down 5-1. I mean, that's not a very good team. Johnson, nope. another two goals last night. Is that 19 on the season? Cha-ching. What are we going to do? I, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I guess I'm, I'm probably going to change my mind a bit. About, I, I'm kind of okay right now <laughs> with, with having him having, having him in that line. Um, he's, uh, he's awfully good. He works hard. Uh you know what I, I get watching him? I don't know if this is the case, 
but I get the impression guys like playing with him. Are there guys that other obviously if a guy is really good, you're going to like playing for him. You're going to get your cookies. But I just get the impression that you can stick him on any line. And guys really like having him out there. Well, he's kind of like a jack of all trades. He reminds me of, um, remember Chris Higgins back in the yeah, day I got yep. drafted? He yep. kind of reminds me of like a Chris Higgins. He's kind of good at everything. He could grind it out. He's skilled. He can score. Um, you know, for, for since since Janssen had his breakout game kind of against uh, Philly, that's, that's who I've compared him to. He, he reminds me a lot of him. Could you see him in a couple of years being this Toronto's version of Zetterberg, maybe? Down the line? Mm. No? That might be a bit of a stretch. I, I do. I don't want to take anything away from him. Yeah. But I do think he benefits a lot by from who he plays with. He's yeah. one of those guys you, you I don't think he'd create much on his own. Yeah. But playing him with, with uh, you know, Zetterberg, just you play but, him with anybody you he know, creates. He can be a 30 and 30 guy, 60 points. It's not too bad for, you know, just coming over and playing a couple of years over here and sure. turning into a star. He's a yeah. budding star. Yeah. So Absolutely. Uh, I played with a guy, Eric Stahl, where... You know, he played the game hard. He was in the corners. He was digging. So he was like a, a first-line grinder, as you would say. So you love playing guy, with guys like that because they play the game the right way. Uh, they, they're not afraid to get their uh, nose money. They make little plays around the net. They play the game hard. Yeah. What I like about Janssen, too, is you see, like, he's got that passion. He's pushing guys after whistles a little bit. And, he, you know, I don't think he's tough, but he's... What is he... He's, honestly, he's, what would you do if he did that to you? I mean, I just drop my gloves. I look... Okay, so that point's invalid. All he's gritty. Yeah. I'd take, take the he's five He's new minutes. school gritty. Yeah. New school gritty. New, new, new school, school gritty. gritty. <laughs> That's a great phrase. I like that. New school grit. Yeah. New school grit. Um... <laughs> The Leafs did come out of the game with a couple of injuries. Well, well, Jake Gardner didn't play going into the game uh, week to week, which you never like to hear, uh, week to week with with back spasms. Uh, Travis Dermott um, got got hit. Uh, he's out. It looks now like we're going to see Justin Hall and maybe Marinson. It's a good thing. Okay. It's, it's an absolutely good thing because I'm not saying it's a good thing Dermott got hurt, but you're going in a playoffs – you're hopefully going to have a long playoff run. Injuries are going to happen in playoffs, and you need to know what you have. You need to know which one of these two guys are better. Who, If, if somebody gets injured, who's going to replace? What exactly are these players? Can they eat up uh, a lot of minutes, or are they going to just be put in a shift here, or shift here to, to mm-hmm. you know, um, use sparsely? So, so I, I think there's a silver lining here. I think this is a good thing to, to see what you have uh, in depth on D. I think it creates a big problem because the trade deadline was not too long ago and they had the ability to address this problem directly and add that depth because this is the last, you know, the last uh, stretch of the season here where guys are having nagging injuries, guys are getting hurt, guys are getting tired, where now you need to have your five, six guy, uh, number five, six hole uh, step up and play meaningful minutes. So if they have questions about Marinson, which they do because they obviously sent him down, they're calling him back up. Mm-hmm. Ozhaganov's, you know, mm-hmm. they can't play him on a back-to-back. That's a bad excuse. Oh, he's tired. Well, what do you mean? He's He's been waiting for this <laughs> well, maybe, opportunity. I mean, uh, he's got his flight book back to Russia <laughs> yeah. pretty soon. And, you know, you're saying he can't play. Of course he can play. It's just you don't have the trust in him. So I think they should have had the, uh, you know, the little bit of a long-term thinking here and actually making a move and adding an extra, you know, depth defense and, you know, for situations just like this. You mean yeah. like Winnipeg did? Absolutely. Yeah. Justin Hall hasn't played since November 1st. He's been a healthy scratch for 50 consecutive games. Uh, and, and he's Ian, in shape. He beat my record. Yeah, he's, he's in shape. That's, that's a lot of bag he's, skates. He, I'll he's say due. that. Oh, that's, a, yeah, that is. He's, you know what? I, and, and, and Kyle Dubas made the comment about his, 
about Justin Hall's patience, attitude, enthusiasm, etc. Fifty games without playing. How the hell do you do that? Like to be a healthy scratch for fifty consecutive games. How, how do you? Like, it's it's mentally draining. I think I was at thirty-two games, and God. the way they tell you, you know, after about game ten, is they just write numbers on the board, and your numbers <laughs> literally like nobody three talks inches to, to the side. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I remember the anxiety of driving to the rink sometimes, hoping my number was on the board and was in the regular spacing. And sometimes, you know, I cried. I used to go in the steam room and cry because you're just you're in the NHL, but you want to play. So. Uh, he could be appreciative that he's in the NHL making that money, but hockey players, you know, for the most part, play the game because you want to be on the ice, you want to be contributing, you want to be playing the game, not sitting and watching, eating hot dogs and popcorn, taking stats. So, Anthony, I mean, uh, I was going to say, use your experience as being a, a healthy scratch for that length of time, but what does he do? Like, what 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 does Justin Hall walk me through? What his not today? But what what does he do? Like, what's he done the last? I don't know, the last two weeks. What's his day like? Game, well, he's got to continue to be a good soldier, but you come to the rink, uh, you got to have a positive attitude. You got to be that jokester in the room because they're looking for a reason to send you down mm. or put you on waivers mm. or bring mm-hmm. someone else in. So he's being a good soldier. Uh, you got to do the extras after practice. You got to have that enthusiasm because um, you don't want to be a distraction. You don't want to be a distraction to your teammates because I play with some guys where they miss two games yeah. and they're – miserable they're not eating with the team you want to fly under the radar so i think long term this is going to help his career because you know if he goes on to another organization the first thing they're going to say he's a good soldier he's a good pro so you want to be known as a good pro but on the inside it's mentally tough knowing that you're going to get bag skated after every practice you got to work out and the physical side of it you, you can keep up but it's really a mental grind knowing that you might not get an opportunity and you and you you don't want to hope for an injury or mm. or hope guys get hurt or hope guys play bad but you know i remember you know hoping my opportunity came by the fourth line being minus 3 because if they're going minus 3 i'm getting my opportunity but i had to wait i think it was probably you know two and a half three months where it was tough it was tough and i had mike kitchen who was notorious for being the worst bag skating coach of all time where I could one up you. So I would be, I'd be out which skating Sullivan? for, yeah, I'd be skating for about 45 minutes by myself. And cool. to this day, I, I, I don't really have, uh, you know, sympathy for kids when they're complaining about bag skating yeah. because I got it the worst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm right with you. You almost get to a point and, and I, I, I can't believe I'm asking this, but I'm yeah. going to ask it as someone who <laughs> never played the game professionally, even good at amateur level. But, when you're out for all that time, do you ever think of going to the coach or, or the GM and saying, send me down, you know, not send me down, but hey, you know what? Um, you, well, my position. I'll go down to the A if you want me to. So in my, in my position, you know, I played 10 years in the minors. I only got two shots up. So, right. you, so you're, you're, not, you're not, I'm not going in the right. room because they send me down and that might be my last shot ever. I mean, that's for, for Derek Stewie yeah. was a first rounder. It might be a little different for you, but. For me, there was there was zero chance. You know, I, I clawed my way right. to the NHL. I'm not just going to give it away. Yeah, but you're told to toe the company line. You're told not to cause any mm-hmm. friction. Just yeah. go about your business. Show up. Have a positive attitude. Control your fitness and your attitude. That's all you can control. And wait for your opportunity. You know, and because I'm looking at, at, at Justin Hall here, and I'm thinking to m- Justin Hall here, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, he's he look, he's he's been around this team now for a long time. He knows what's happening with this team financially. He knows the general manager has said, hey, there's going to be a lot of opportunity for guys in entry-level contracts. Mm-hmm. And obviously there is. We, we can all do the math. 
if I'm him, this is, I guess in a lot of ways, this is a real good opportunity, isn't it? It's a it, great opportunity. I mean, the GM has faith in you. That is, without question, the GM has faith in you. I, I don't know. I guess the coach likes you enough that he hasn't sent you sent you down. It's a big opportunity for him, isn't it? Yeah, he has to show that he's trustworthy. They're just looking for, you know, consistency, somebody they could put on the ice, and they, they know exactly what they're getting. There's not going to be blatant mistakes, mm -hmm. but... Once you, if you haven't played in that many games, I mean, let's be honest, your timing's going to be off. You, you could practice. It's like the summer. You could practice all you want, but it, it's games that get, you know, your timing on, your your one-timers, your things like that, um, battling I, in the corner. You, you I, can't replicate that stuff. I think the, the coach has to do a little bit better job of his asset management because yeah. you're sitting for 50 games, now you're thrown into the spotlight. You're going to hurt the team because you're not ready. So I think after every seven, eight, ten games, you got to give them two or three here and there and try to get them up to, you know, 15, 17 games right, because yeah. now this can have a, you know, a great effect on the team if that bottom pairing is costing these teams wins and costing them points. You know, it can help. It could uh, hurt them where they're positioning, who they're playing in the first it, round. It, so, you know, if I'm a coach, you try to work, you know, you're only as strong as your weakest link, and I know yeah. he's in the stands, but you got to try to work him in for the betterment of the team. Yeah, you're, you're bang on. It reminds me of that old uh, adage, uh, you know, you're, sometimes you're being put in a position to fail. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you got to be careful, especially younger guys uh, or guys who aren't as experienced. It's really easy for their confidence to go. So I, I hope he comes up and I hope he does well in the game, but it, it's definitely, he's not going to be, 100% for sure after missing 50 games. I mean, What happens would. now if he plays and he lights the lamp, he gets six, seven points in 10 games? What do they do now? They can move him up to the second defense pairing <laughs> alongside Jake Muzzin. We may have to start free Jake Muzzin because right now it's Jake Muzzin and Nikita Zaitsev. Yeah. Uh, look, when you have this this type of an, uh, a, an injury crisis on the defense core, does that change how Mike Babcock uses his forwards at all? I think he's just going to make them more accountable. He's going to be telling guys like uh, you know, every line. They have pretty good center depth. So it's mm -hmm. a really good center depth. So he's going to be telling those guys, hey, you guys have to do a job. Make sure you're back checking. Make sure you're extra high. Uh, you know, sometimes you just have to get the puck out. You know, mm -hmm. not make a play necessarily and just get out of the zone and live to fight another day. So I think I think they're just going to be cautious that way. I think for the bottom the bottom line, the third line, sorry, the third and fourth lines, they have to play a little bit more defensively responsible. So I yeah. think um, Babcock sort of have to manage the, you know, the face-off pairings, the, the face-off mm -hmm. lines, and, you know, when you're mm -hmm. the defensive zone, getting the right uh, the right line out at the right time. So I think he has to spend a little bit more uh, attention and pay a little bit more attention to who goes out at certain points of the game because, you know, it can hurt you depending on, you know, Absolutely. who's in the back end. Yep. Uh, we've asked a Twitter question, and you can get in on it. Uh, it is the uh, Jeff Blair show, Twitter poll. Gentlemen, today's show poll, when Connor McDavid joins the Leafs, will they have room for him at center? Uh, we got 100, 100 votes. 49% 49 say yes on the third line. Because you know Babs. Babs is going to want him to earn his, earn, earn his way up. And you you know, I mean, you've got Zach Hyman up there. So, is, is yes, on the Twitter third line. Is this what Twitter is meant for, Stewie? Is this, why, is this, a, is this the misuse of Twitter? I can't use my Twitter during work, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to debunk that theory yeah. real quick or I get out of here. <laughs> going to be gifts galore. Yeah. 34% say, nope, play him at wing. Yeah. There's, and 17% and say there's no spot for Connor McDavid anywhere. On this team, so don't that, you don't you feel bad for him though? Like, is, isn't it I weird? Do, like yes. the best player in the world. Like, I actually felt you. You actually feel a little bad for him. I feel bad for anybody who lives in Edmonton. But yeah, in particular, I, I feel really I feel bad for for Connor McDavid. Absolutely, 
Like, I was the guy who wrote that the league should have rigged the draft, so he ended up in Toronto anyhow. I'm at the point now, though, where I think you got to rig it and send him to the Rangers. Like, you got to <laughs> use this guy to, 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 to bring back one of your friends. I mean, I'm just having fun here, but God almighty, you guys saw, the, you guys saw him last night. I, again, he's making a lot of money, so, I, it, you know, I get all that. But and this and I think this is kind of appropriate now because we're going to be talking in the next segment about John Tavares going back to the Islanders. And John Tavares gave that team nine years. Like, I honestly don't think John Tavares owes them a thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm almost at the point now. Connor McDavid's only been there for a couple of years. I'm almost at the point now thinking God, Connor McDavid doesn't owe them anything either. It's like he made like one of those bad deals with like an evil genie or something. Yeah, yes. Where, where I, I wish to be the the number one pick to the NHL and the best hockey player in the world, and then. Evil genius, like, granted, but you're going to play for the Edmonton Oilers your whole career. You know, it's just... I don't think he cares because he's the face of the NHL. He's doing all the promotion. He's He's got the nice bright orange jersey on. He's, he's, mm. he's, he's the trophy for the league. So, obviously, you want to win. You want to be playing in meaningful games. But on a business aspect, I think this is bigger than hockey. He's no, the I, face of the NHL. Exactly. And That's why I think, I think he's he trapped. likes being the go-to guy. Do you think he'd rather be the go-to guy... You know, playing with a couple complimentary players in Edmonton, or do we want to play second and third fiddle to JT and Matthews and have the debate on who should be wearing the C on a daily basis? I think, I think well, there's no debate. I, I think gonna, Morgan yeah. Riley would be wearing the C. So <laughs> We're no going to debate, debate that it's debate. Mitch, it's, Mitch Mar- it's Mitch Marner's dad. I told you because he's the captain. We uh, got to bring. We're going to have a. Uh, you, we're going to have our own roundtable. We're bringing Ziggy in. We're going to bring Savvy in. We're going to get Berkey in here and get to the bottom oh, of this Berkey, captain debate. It might oh, take you know, a full Berkey hour. Berkey would not like having a debate with us. He'd Berkey, be telling Berkey, us. Berkey would want Dion Phaneuf to be captain. So. <laughs> I hope he's not listening. No, but I think to your point, I think you know better than that, though. I think you know most guys. They want to be the guy, but what's the number one thing on everybody's list? They want a cup, and uh, I've seen it time and time again. Where guys, you know, five, six years in where they're like, okay, where am I going to get my cup? You know, they're thinking a legacy a but little bit. he's garnering that respect now yeah. with this whole rebuild. They're going to come to him now. And that's power. Hey, who do you want to get? No, that is, who should we yeah. get? Okay, what do you aside, think we should do? Point. So that's, yeah. you know, that respect factor, him being in the organization for the next, you know, 11, 12 years, I think that's more than, you know, than who you're playing with. He has now a chance to, like LeBron James, control who he plays with. Hey, you think you're the best player in the world? Who do you think we should get? You know, I think that he has a hand and say in who uh, turns this organization around. I think that's worth more than a first-place team at this point. Okay, I mean, not, not, and all kidding aside, that, look, he, he's going to be with the Oilers at least for another two years before he joins the league. He's, he's there but, for the rest of the contract. He's not going anywhere. I disagree. He'll be a Leaf in four years. I mean, he's coming back. Austin but, Matthews' five-year deal isn't looking so bad now, is yeah. it? I'm going to start a Twitter account. Is Austin Matt, is, is Connor McDavid still an Edmonton Oiler? And every day I'm going to update it, yes. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> you saw that 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 team last night, and, and we've seen them on TV a little bit. I don't watch a ton of Oilers games, I admit it. But what are you seeing? Well, it's, it, it was blatant. They, I thought they had a like you know a decent first period. They I, shot I, the Leafs yeah. thirteen too. I, but I, mean, I, the Leaf, I, I, I think I think the Leafs came out I, at first. I thought, oh, Edmonton's you know they they're not as bad as people say. But then when the Leafs turned it on, you. There, well, I'll say there, there's. I thought their second, third, and fourth goal were all preventable. It was all lo- mm-hmm. a lost battle, um, a, a guy not in position, just stuff. Um, stuff an AHL coach would go crazy on you for. <laughs> you know, the, the, it, that should be basic stuff in the NHL. And I just maybe they just had an off night. I don't know. I don't. I'll, admittedly, I don't watch a ton of Edmonton, but mm-hmm. that one guy I was impressed with. Um, 
I, I was dry sidle. I, I, yes. I, wa- I want to watch more of him. He is his. He's vi- apparently been really, been yeah, really good. His, and his vision is incredible. You know, I didn't, I didn't realize he was that skilled. Of, it reminds me a little bit of uh, Kovalchuk, the way yeah. he used to find yeah. guys a little bit. But yeah. uh, um, you know, that that's a, I, I guess that's a positive. But there there wasn't many for them last night. Well, being a, a fourth line guy most of my career. I could spot fourth liners. <laughs> I think they have six or seven fourth liners, you know, yeah. out of their 12. So that's the yeah. big problem there. You have players that are the exact same player. Cassian, Lucic playing the same. Uh, uh, you know, uh, who else they got there? Broziak. Those guys are all fourth line guys, and you can't. Reader. Yeah. You, can't, yeah. you can't compete, you know, against other teams' second and third line with guys that, you know, can't keep up. So I think that's the problem. Uh, they have some cap problems, some cap implications that are going to sort of handcuff them a bit. But I think they have to do a total rebuild, buy a bunch of guys out, start Oof. from square one, give uh, give Connor the assistant GM title, and then try to fix this up. <laughs> the other guy I really like, and I and his, you know, his it's pretty clear. I think he's he's the next guy that he's the guy they may move to try to address the situation. And again, I don't see him a lot, but when I do see him play, I like Ryan Nugent Hopkins game. Oh, good. Yeah, he was he was good. He's smart. And, and, and I thought even last night, I thought he was, you know, at least he was noticeable out there. Um, Mark Spector, uh, who covers the Oilers for us, had a, uh, a, a, a mentioned something today, and I wanted to ask you guys about this. And, of course, now that I want to mention it, I can't freaking find it. Um, it it's about uh, Miko Koskinen. Uh, this is Speck writing about it. Uh, next year, he begins a three-year deal that pays him $4.5 million a year. Uh, spec writing, he's an NHL goalie with an AHL glove hand. It's a problem with the league shooters zeroing in on that suspect nightly. When Koskinen arrived in Edmonton last fall, then GM Peter Torelli warned that he had a little trouble catching pucks. Um, and then, of course, spec, as spec would do, said that's one of the few things that Torelli nailed this season. And now he leaves behind <laughs> one of the NHL's most suspect contracts ever bestowed in a goalie. Explain that to me. Suspect glove hand. Uh, I just, don't. I don't know what that means. I, I mean, suspect glove t- hand means it sucks. Uh, yeah. Well, I, 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 I get, <laughs> well, I get it, it, but, but, but I've never encountered that. I've never seen a goalie describe like that. Hey, this is an NHL goalie, but his glove hand sucks. So I'm sure I mean, they talk to the goalie coach and they say, yeah. well, with his, uh, you know, European style, they sort of leave the glove hand a little exposed, but. You know, this Which is not just do, based right? on I mean, yeah. This do. is not just they based do. on the games. This is Maybe you know on day to day practice. You know, you see this happen every single practice. Coach and GM should realize this and address it. And hey, and it's up to the goaltending coach to sort of address this and fix it. So, but European goalies do do that, don't they? Don't isn't that the the style to have the glove out a little? I don't know. I scored most of my goals on Lundqvist, and there were five holes. So I think European <laughs> okay. goalies got bad five holes. Right. And like we said, fourth liner scoring five hole on NH on. That your was your go-to. No, I remember that. The only reason that I'm asking that is the only reason I'm asking that is I, I I seem to remember when Jonas Gustafsson was here, or as Monster Monsty, yeah, as yeah. Ron referred to him one time. Yeah. But I'm just happy that Anderson isn't coming up because for his body of work to be getting that contract, he hasn't earned that four and a half million dollars. So well, now the, it's going to now raise the bar. Now Anderson's saying, "Well, he's making four and a half. Yeah, Frederick Anderson. I want my ten million dollars. Carey oh. Price is getting his ten. I want my ten and a half. Yeah. So that's down the line too, where going to cause even bigger dumpster fire with regards to the cap on who they can keep and not keep right mm. i don't know i just don't i don't understand the mentality where you have a, 
a scouting report on a goalie where you see the goalie coach is saying he has a bad glove hand and you sign him for three years. That's in the junior they do that. Yeah. They work on that. You're in the NHL. You're supposed to be not necessarily finished. You're supposed product, to be done. Polished, you're, you're, polished. you're supposed to be pretty polished. How old yeah, is exactly. he, too? It'd be different if he's a young goalie. Yeah. Is he, isn't he 27, 26, 27? I don't know. We'll find out. Um, but yeah, I, I just found that, you know, I was shaking my head when I read that. And, and, have you yeah, ever heard so that first before? First of all, if you're a GM and you tell everybody the guy's got an issue, <laughs> he's 30 years old. If you're a GM yeah. and you tell everybody he's got an issue, that's one thing. But then to give him the ball to your contract yeah. is well, another. Didn't one of the goalies have two God. blockers? Give him two blockers. That's what I, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just put yeah. two blockers yeah. on him. It's a DeVoe yeah. suggestion. Yeah, I said that. Yeah. Um, we are going to take a break. It is Leafs Morning Skate, DeVoe, Stewart, and Blair. When we come back, I've got a pair of tickets for the uh, gondola to see the Leafs host the Sabres on Saturday night. And uh, we'll do offside, onside. And again, get in our Twitter poll. This is this is I'm I'm quite pleased. I I must have been really in a pissy mood this morning when I got up. Uh, when Connor McDavid joins the lease, will they have any room for him at center? Forty four percent say yes on the third line. Maybe he could play with Connor Brown here. Thirty five percent say no. Nope, play him at wing, and twenty one percent say there's uh, no spot anywhere for Connor McDavid on the Leafs. <laughs> going to be awfully hard to push the goat like out of the way. Uh, it's Lee's Morning Skate on Sportsnet 590, the fan. Hockey Central at noon is Hockey Central at any time you want it to be. When you subscribe to the podcast at iTunes or with your favorite podcatcher, Sportsnet 590, the, the fan. fan, on demand. Now back to Leafs Morning Skate on Sportsnet 590, the fan. Scores! Want to go see the Leafs? It's time for Sportsnet 590, the fans' Leafs ticket takeover. You guys like Hall and Oates? Mm, I don't know who that is. Fred Hall and uh, Adam Oates. Adam Oates. Adam Oates. Hall, yeah, is that, great, great, is that like great a rap? Pair. Is that a rap group? Yeah. That I don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, 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 Travis. It's rap. The boys, w- the boys, producers aren't happy it's with me right now. W R A P, a rap group. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, we have been uh, urging you, indeed, uh, ordering you to tune in all day today and tomorrow for the Leafs ticket takeover, uh, which is your chance to win one of 15 pairs of gondola tickets to see the Leafs host the Sabres on Saturday night, courtesy of Reliance Home Comfort, providing installation, maintenance, and repair services for all your heating and cooling needs. And as a bonus, our new Sportsnet starting lineup team of uh, Ashley Dock and Greg Brady and Hugh Burrell will be there. By the way, congratulations to Ashley. I did not mention it this yeah, morning. Yeah, good for her. Yeah. yeah. Talking I, uh, to her this morning. Really happy for I her. I requested a we pair of tickets from her on Twitter, and she shut me down right away. That's, <laughs> not, that's not right. Well, she's not my number one fan. I'm not her number one fan. Anymore. But you congratulations know. nonetheless. Yes. <laughs> congratulations to Ashley. And uh, you'll get a chance to uh, spend the night with her, Hugh, and Greg Brady. In, that didn't sound right. In the gondola. I'm sorry. Um, and you can cheer on. Uh, Get I'm Ziggy sorry. on the line. Get, Ziggy. Get Ziggy, man. Ziggy, where are you? And uh, God, Ashley, I'm sorry. I apologize for that. Hey, I'm going to have to change my whole thing. right? Yeah. Get off my back. And uh, they'll be there cheering on the Leafs with you. So what you got to do is when you hear the cue to call, which this happens to be, uh, be the, uh, what was your last number you wore, Stuart? Uh, 55. I was 56 here Were you? Okay, wow. so. 55 and a half. 55. That's How about the number five? 
Okay, the number five, fifth caller through at 416-870-0590, star 591-888-666-0590. Fifth caller through will uh, get a, uh, you'll win a pair of tickets to see the Leafs and the Sabres Saturday night. You'll get to, uh, how am I going to say this? You'll get to be in the uh, gondola. Uh, to see the game. And again, this is all thanks to Reliance Home Comfort for all your heating and cooling needs. Call in Reliance. Go to sportsnet.ca slash 590 for more details. Gentlemen, are we interested in uh, updating the poll? I'm a, I'm a little disappointed. Um, uh, oh, I put my two cents in and, yeah. and you're It's and, too blasphemous. Yeah. And then, of course, Mr. Giff over here with the, uh, <laughs> with the LeBron James. I, I'm going to read this anyhow. Um, we asked the question about today's... Uh, Jeff Blair on today's Jeff Blair show poll. And this will be our offside onside, Derek. Derek's. Well, then you're already offside. Now, the question was when Connor McDavid joins the lease, will they have any room for him at center? And 43% said yes on the third line. Because again, we know that Babs needs you. You need to work your way up. 37% say no, play him at wing. That's what I voted, by the way. I voted play him at wing. And 20% says it doesn't matter. There's no spot anywhere. Offside. If he came to the team, who'd be the captain? Would he be the captain? No, I'm telling you right now, the next captain of the Toronto Maple Leafs is going to be Morgan Riley. Mm. Austin Matthews. What? No, Mitch Marner's dad. Then Mitch okay. Marner has the first day. Austin Matthews, second day. Morgan Riley, third. What third are you going to do? Because when you train some of the kids at the rink and his dad comes up to you at the rink and confronts you about that, what are you going to do about that? I'll just, you He'll know, drop him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll just, I I'll, forgot you did handle I'll, a lot of your altercations with violence. <laughs> so, <laughs> when I'm not in the studio, I wear hockey gloves yeah, everywhere. True. So just uh, drop them in case. <laughs> <sighs> God. Um, John Tavares is going back to the island tonight. Uh, it's like, you know, we talked about the money in the money on the board and everything going back to play your old team what's that what's that going to be like what's that dressing room going to be like tonight when i mean look the fans are we had butch going on i think butch is right they're going to do a video tribute for him and butch said look fans are going to do what fans are going to do boo his ass but during the video tribute you know um give him uh you know give him his due during the video video tribute and then do do what you're going to do what's that leafs room going to be like tonight though because um, you know, it's John Tavares. It's obvious that this is a really close group. What's that room going to be like? Are they going to be out there tonight? Essentially, boys, we we can't afford another slow start tonight, or this thing could just could snowball. Yeah, this. Well, he's he's obviously, you know, from what we we've seen, we don't know him personally, but I I think it's fair to say that he's a very respected guy in that room, and guys are going to want to they're going to know it's this is a big night for him. He's coming back. Uh, they know it's probably going to be a bit of a hostile environment uh, from the fans. So I think guys are going to really want to be on their game early and let's, you know, pull one through for, for Johnny. I think the room's going to be very light. I think they're going to, uh, they're going to be, you know, busting his chops a bit about the money on the board. Hey, you're going to be calling them cheap saying, Hey, if at least not $3,000 on the board, you're cheap. I think four. I said over and four. So I think they're going to take the lighthearted approach because again, it's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of media scrutiny. You know, they're asking Babcock about it. They're asking all these people about it where at this point of the season, it's just a, it's just another game. So I just don't get that the Islander fans are, are treating this like it's LeBron James, like he's going to South Beach and he's taking his talents with a big uh, press conference. He yeah, did it very respectfully. He, he did his nine, ten years. He was a free agent. He had his chance to leave. So to be making videos and to saying you're going to be throwing, possibly throwing batteries out there and 
Who's uh, doing batteries? I didn't hear that. Someone asked Babcock yesterday, uh, post game, um, are you worried? There's been reports that people are going to be throwing batteries How the hell on the would ice. How you throw batteries? <laughs> that, that's, One I've been in a game. I've been that. in a game in Windsor. I remember in Windsor, I remember that uh, we were playing against, uh, it was Duracell Battery Night. They were, oh, handi- they were no. handing yeah, out batteries at the door. I remember that too. It was Slapshot, ma- the movie Slapshot. No, so I'm telling you, this, this happened when I played in Belleville. <laughs> we went and played that old barn in Windsor, and they were handing out Duracell batteries at the door, and Matt Stagent speared Steve Ott. And people were. He, he was, I thought it'd be the other he, way around. No, but. Yeah, no, it, it was hilarious. And he was in the he was in the box, and people were throwing Duracell batteries at him. I'll never forget that. But let's get to the reasons why he left. There was no real stability. You know, he had coaches oh. in Gordon, Capano, Doug Waite, Trotsy was coming in. Uh, Gar Snow wasn't really doing what you know he needed to do. So there's not really any stability in the organization. So it's not like he left and he he requested a trade and he said oh, the city's you know brutal. I don't want to yeah. be here. You know, he was within his business rights to say, hey, what, I'm going to pick up and leave. So I honestly don't get it. Uh, Long Island, you know, it's not like he left them in shambles. The team's doing pretty well. So I would just, you know, give him his round of applause, do your couple boo birds, leave the batteries at home, and uh, you know, move on. Who the hell would give away batteries? They, I'm I telling know, you they did it. I'm, I want to know I'm who asked you. that question. Yeah. It was last night, the post-game scrum. I was driving home. So let's f- identify yourself on Twitter. I was the one that asked that question. <laughs> And did you hear Babcock's response? He says, unless your uh, knees touch the kitchen table, your opinion doesn't matter. Did you hear that one? Yeah, I did. I was yeah. trying to figure it out. What does that mean? It means uh, I don't really. It's childish. You're adult. Oh, okay. it's childish. You're childish, right? Because you're too young to. It's kind of a yeah. roundabout way of saying you're childish, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I was just, just. There's a lot going on in the world right now. I just don't understand. But so, I, I, I mean, think I you did hit the. Batteries. Uh, I, 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 th- I think you're absolutely right, though. I think. I, I, th- I, I think this whole thing's kind of. I think this whole thing's kind of silly because ball bearing night. <laughs> it was a tall. T- it was a <laughs> I think it is kind of silly though because the Islanders are doing great. I mean, I, you know, who knows how they would have been if if uh, he was there? And they're 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 doing really well under Barry Trotz, and he's having a great year. They have a you know that Barzal's having uh, a Nelson. Uh, you, you go Len, up and down. Len, the, they Len just Len got Lad back. Lanner's yeah. been one of the great. So stories. I don't. I don't understand. You know. I, I guess it's just a little personal, but. From a teen's perspective, I mean, it's kind of worked out with They're the chirping island. Chirping his pajamas for wearing pajamas when he was a kid. Like, and actually, te- <laughs> technically, the picture, pajama boy. Technically, the picture does not. You do not see his pajamas in the picture. You the see the bed boy. sheets. I think it's Mister Pajama Boy. Anyhow, um, I. I mean, I guess we should all be so lucky to be so good that when we go back someplace, people hate us that much. Does that make sense? I don't know. I, when I was with the Rangers, the the island fans hated the Rangers a lot too. So I mean, that's a big rivalry. Let's just chalk it up. New Yorkers hate everybody. So let's just <laughs> yeah, chalk Long, it up to Long New Island York fans being New York fans. Long Islanders aren't even New Yorkers. I I don't know enough about the area to say that. Is that true? I don't know. Is I don't that... know. I heard he left because he saw the black jerseys and said these these are brutal. I'm I'm leaving. Well, I that have been so told. I have been told that it. I mean, what are our Islanders? Well, you play for the Rangers, so I mean, you but. Are Islanders crowds that bad? Like, were they that? I, I covered games in the Coliseum. I, I, I do remember maybe one of the best fights in the stands I've ever seen was at an Islanders game, and it was blood. But I, I don't know. Was it an unruly arena normally? I, I don't really. I, I, to be honest, if I'm being completely honest, I never really paid attention to it because I had to fight. Trevor Gillies. So I, I was I was concentrating on that. I had to worry about the first period. Oh my gosh, when's this gonna happen? Here right. we go. And 
you know, knowing him, he was he was kind of like Barch, where he'd wanna he'd wanna fight multiple times. So you're you're thinking like, oh, how long is this gonna be? You know, so I, I wasn't really concerned with the fans or All anything right. like that. It's an old arena. It's an old yeah. arena. It's, it's dark. Um, it's it's not the best setting for an NHL game. The dressing right. rooms are kind of crap. They got the orange and you know bright orange floorings and your yeah. carpet and so um you know I'm glad that they moved on to the bigger arena. Are they moving back to Nassau or no? Uh, I think they're building a new arena, aren't they? Near the uh, aren't near the uh, racetrack, isn't that the plan right now? They're building a new arena near Belmont Park, but I, I guess they're they're going to be back in the Coliseum until then. Because the Brooklyn Arena, I haven't gone to a game there in the Brooklyn Arena, but apparently it's just they're you know obstructed obstructed view seats and all that, and you know and it's funny because we actually had and Travis, I I remember this, we had um, John Tavares on one day. We may have actually had him in studio. I may have been may, may have been pushing, yeah. And we were talking about Long Island because guys who played in Long Island talk about how much they used to like you know you like the drive to the arena. Like it was suburban area was really nice and he was talking and genuinely liked it you know he talked about going to the same place for coffee every morning on the way to practice and and you know and 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 things of that and and i really think i would not be surprised if at some point if you got john tavares and were able to ask him this question i'd be willing to bet that he would say he started to sort of cut the ties when they played in Brooklyn, because you talked to a lot of guys, it was a pain in the ass. You'd go in the day of the game. It, it, it's just, it, it wasn't the same. I've actually, the island. I've actually heard that from quite a few guys that they really liked the Island because you're, it's a suburb place, but then you could just take a train in yeah, to Manhattan exactly. and be in the middle of, uh, you know, everything. And, and then you can not, go back to your place. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's nice you're and not quiet. in the rustle and bustle of the city. Um, but, but, you know, I don't know. I, I've never played there. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what I've heard. Yeah, I just think they were just sort of almost like Edmonton selling the past glory of the organization. Yeah, and, yeah. That's, you know, he did his 10 years, and he wanted to know, well, you guys are talking about the glory days. Well, what are we doing going forward? Mm. You know, who are, who are we drafting? Who's going to be the coach? You know, who's the owner? Yeah. You know, what's going on? We hear we're going from Nassau, you know, back to Barclays. We might be going back to Nassau. What's going on? So I think all those uncertainty, um, you know, made him decide to leave because, you know, you have Toronto, you have the stability, you have a, a young core that you can uh, compliment and be, you know, one of the faces of the organization. Guys, uh, what a, we've seen him now here for since he's been here. Are you surprised at all at anything you've seen from John Tavares? No, at all? No, I, I've heard, um, I've only heard positive things. I've, I've heard he's he takes it very seriously. He's, he's mm -hmm. a professional all the time and... Let's be honest. I mean, he came in here as a free agent into this market, and he's excelled. I mean, that's tough to do. Yeah. Not everybody can do that. Uh, you, you've seen it. Guys fail at it time and time again. So I think it takes a guy to be a superstar somewhere else, come into this market, have the expectations as high as they were, and still be a superstar. That, yeah. that takes a certain type of guy. Yeah. I'm surprised there hasn't been any media scandals or any big media stories about him, right? Mm -hmm. Again, he was struggling for a bit near the beginning, and they were trying to justify the contract. And again, he's a very, as you say, vanilla interview, and he didn't really give too much in his interviews. But I'm surprised that they haven't torn him apart or tried to, you know, See, find, a, find a reason to not, uh, you know, make a big deal about his contract. Yeah, I, I mean, I think, I think things are a little different. With, the media's learning is what you're the, saying. Uh, I don't even know that. I mean, the one thing about John Tavares, no. no, you know what I think it is? I think people are smart enough to realize the guy works hard. Yeah, like, he does. You you watch him put in a shift, and he does put in a shift. Like there's 
there's not a lot of coaching. There are games where he may not be that good, where he gets beat in the face-off circle, but you never get the impression. And 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 I and I've watched this. I've been to a couple of games, and I've seen it on TV. You watch John Tavares's body language because we talked about you know one of the things with Austin Matthews is he will show you when he's frustrated. John Tavares looks the same. He could be in a nine-game goal-scoring streak or a nine-game point streak or have gone three games in a row without... He just looks the same. Did you see the picture when uh, someone shot a puck in the bench and everyone's... Yes, exactly. He's just standing there sort of saying John Tavares has gone through some stuff. (laughs) He's uh, He's seen some stuff. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's a consonant pro and... It's it's almost weird. It's he's got sixty eight points, thirty six goals, thirty two assists. It's almost been a quiet season. It has quietly absolutely. because the headlines have been Marner and the contracts with Nylander. So I think that's part of the reason why because he knew there was going to be other guys to sort of share the workload on the ice, but off the ice with mm-hmm. the media also. Yeah, and and I just think that uh, you know, and I and I said this at the time. Given what people used to say about this market, and and, and Andre, you've talked about this as well, how it's hard to come here and play, and and. I understand. I mean, I always tell people I I can remember I can remember uh, having a discussion with uh, oh, and I'm drawing a blank now. Montreal Canadiens defenseman Patrice uh, Brisewell. Brisewell, thank you. En français. En français. En Merci français. beaucoup. And I remember him talking about how hard it was to play in Montreal at, for for like for Quebec, and and it was just it was interesting. You know, he wasn't whining. He wasn't complaining. He was just talking about look, this is the reality of things. And I said at the time when John Tavares came here, if this thing works out, like this is important. If John Tavares comes here and has success, and, you know, we're joking about Connor McDavid, but you're going to have a lot of guys who are going, well, you know, JT did it and it survived. I mean, it didn't need him up. And I think there was a lot at stake here for this organization. If he had come here and it hadn't worked out, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, I've just seen firsthand. I'm not going to say who, but, uh, you know, there's three – just off the top of my head, there's l- at least three, four guys I can mention where I know uh, playing in this market affected them. They, they mm-hmm. would say things like, uh, you know, I, gosh, you know, like uh, I, I wish I could just play hockey. You know, I wish I could yep. just concentrate and not get caught up in all this other stuff. You know, and people always tell you, don't read the press clippings. Well, in this here, I mean, you can't, when, when I was playing here, like who am I? Yeah. I couldn't walk. You know, outside no, you my can't, co- you know, people, the press clippings are irrelevant. Yeah, it's pe- the fans. Pe- people know who you are all the time right. here. And, and uh, you know, if you're not playing well, uh, you'll hear about it. And so I'm just saying uh, it's the way it is. If you're getting paid the way you are to, to be on this team and in this market, that's the way it is. But it, it, we'd be silly to think that doesn't affect guys. Yeah, he's changing the stigma of the organization. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you know, back then, guys would say, uh, there's no way I'm, I'm signing here. I had an opportunity to sign a one-year deal. And it was for seven hundred thousand dollars, and my agent said, "Well, you got to be careful because they can eat seven hundred thousand dollars on the way to eating seven million dollars. So if you have a bad week, a bad month, they can bury you in the minors." Same thing with the Rangers, Blackhawks, all those teams. uh, I ended up signing in Carolina just based on the fact that hey, you'd love to play for Toronto, but just the pressure with the tickets and you know the the media, it sort of you know steered guys away. But now that the team's having success and the young guys are coming and having success, I think that's yeah. that's now a point for guys signing here. Yeah, if a if a lower team, you know, a team with not uh, who's financially, you know, sound, uh, invest $700,000, you you basically know you're guaranteed unless you really mess up. Yeah. Yeah. You're guaranteed to be well, there all year. That's a bad reason not, you know, to not sign somewhere. I played with Wade Redden, you know, in, in, in Hartford. There you go. Per- perfect example. They His money and uh, yeah. he was putting iPads on the board before games for guys and stuff. It, 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 was, it, was, it was 
It's crazy, but they didn't care. They they were paying him, Sean Avery, and uh, who was the other one? Uh, the, the thirteen million dollars tied up in three guys, Wade, all in the minors. Wade never should have left Ottawa. No, no, he, he was. Have. He would have been a what a great guy though. Well, yeah. uh, I covered the Senators yeah. when he was there. He was a good. He, he, what a great guy. Great. Uh, his wife's really nice, and it's it's it just sucks it didn't work out for him. Wade Redden and Chris Phillips when I was in the Montreal bureau and he used to whip over and 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 cover the uh, cover the Senators. Loved Chris Phillips and Wade Redden guys yeah. to deal with. Uh, I want to congratulate Rob Francasini's Francis Keenies. Rob from Newmarket, congratulations. <laughs> <coughs> David Sinokas in Richmond Hill, congratulations to you, too. You are both going to see the Leafs and the Sabres Saturday night. Uh, you'll be there alongside Greg Brady, Ashley Dawkins, and Hugh Burrell. You will be in the gondola at Scotiabank Arena, part of our Leafs ticket takeover. Again, you can tune in all day today and tomorrow for more chances to win courtesy of Reliance Home Comfort, providing installation, maintenance, and repair services for all your heating and cooling needs. Again, thanks to our friends at Reliance Home Comfort uh, for more information on this uh, contest. Go to sportsnet.ca slash 590. Get in in our poll still. When Connor McDavid joins the Leafs, will they have any room for him at center? 41% say yes on the third line. 34% say nope. Play him at wing. 25% say, yeah, not interested. You're going to get banned on Twitter. Joe. No spot in. Oh, God, I hope yeah. so. I hope I get banned on Twitter. That would be great. Offside. Hockey Central at noon is next. Bye-bye.